Govinda, Govinda. Govanga. You're going to be around to the end of class, or? Okay. What time are you going? What time are you going? Okay. Well then, send me a message. Jairata Matova Kunja Bihari Rata Matova Kunja Bihari Gopi Janabalaba Girivaradari Jaya Gopi Janabalaba Girivaradari Yashodanandana Prashajanaranjana Yashodanandana Prashajanaranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jayoratahamotova Kunja Bihari Jayo Rata Motovo Kunja Bihari Gobi Janabalaba Girivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Girivaradari Yashodanandana Prashajanaranjana Yashodanandana Prashajanaranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jayoratahamatova Kunja Bihari Jayoratahamatova Kunja Bihari
Jayam Vishnupad, Paramahamsa Paragraji Kacharya Ashtatara Satashishimad, His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shla Prabhupada Ki, Anantakoti Vaishnava Brindaki, Grantaraj Shima Bhagavatam Ki, Nitai Goprimanandi, O Glorious Assemblies, O Glorious Assemblies, O Glorious Assemblies, O Glorious to Sri Guru and Sri Garanga. Nanayanam namaskritya nanam chevanarotamam devim saraswatim vyasam tatojayam udirayat om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 8, Chapter entitled, The Lord Slays the King of the Demons, Text Number 8. Sa Ishrada Kala Uru Kramosha Sa Ojasaha Satwa Balendriyatma Sa eva vishwam paramas was shakti be. Sri jat yavat yati guna trayesha. Sa ishwara kala uru kramosa. Ojasaha satwa balindriyatma. Sa eva vishwam paramas was shakti be. Sri jatyavatyati guna trayesha. Sa ishwara kala uru kramosa. Ojasaha satwa balindriyatma. Sa eva vishwam paramas was shakti be. Sri jat, sorry. Sri guna Sri Trayesha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Saha, he, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ishwara, the Supreme Controller. Kala, the Time Factor. Urukrama, the Lord, whose every action is uncommon. Aso, that one. Oja, the strength of the senses. Saha, the strength of the mind. Uh, Sattva, steadiness. Bala, bodily strength. Indriya, and of the senses themselves. Atma, the very self. Saha, he. Eva, Indeed. Vishwam, the whole universe. Parama, the supreme. Swashaktibi, by his multifarious transcendental potencies. Srijati, creates. Ah, sorry. Avati, maintains. Ati winds up. Gunatraya Isha, the master of the material modes. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shla Prabhupada. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supreme Controller and Time, and time Factor, is the power of the senses, the power of the mind, the power of the body, and the vital force of the senses. His influence is unlimited. He is the best of all living entities, the controller of the three modes of material nature. By his own power, he creates this cosmic manifestation, maintains it, and annihilates it also. Translation, responsibly. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supreme Controller and Time Factor, is the power of the senses, the power of the mind, the power of the body, and the vital force of the senses. His influence is unlimited. He is the best of all living entities, the controller of the three modes of material nature. By his own power, he creates this cosmic manifestation, maintains it, and annihilates it also. Purport. Since the material world is being moved by the three material modes, and since the Lord is their master, the Lord can create, maintain, and destroy the material world. Amigyan Timadandashya Kananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Dena Tasmai Shri Gurve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swabadantikam Vancha Kaupatarubyascha Kripa Sindubi Evacha Petitanam Pavanebyo Vaishnavebyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Shri Vasadi Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Ram Rama Hare Hare So a famous part of the Bhagavatam. What is this section of the Bhagavatam about? What's that? Protection? Yeah, if you want to take it technically. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, protection. One of the ten subject matters of the uh, Bhagavatam. Uh, one is, yeah, portion of protection. Yeah, it's, that's nice. That's a nice way of looking at it. Uh, about protection. Because uh, the Lord will always protect... His devotees, 
Hmm? Poshana means always protecting. Uh, Krishna will always look after us. Hmm? Sometimes it feels like he is not looking after us. Hmm? Do you ever feel like that? Hmm? Where is Krishna? Why is he not looking after me? Hmm? He is always looking after us. Uh, just sometimes we feel like uh, we're not being looked after. Because we are in ignorance, our vidya. Yeah. And just like when there's clouds, you cannot see the sun. That's only our perspective. We cannot see the sun, but the sun is always there. Sometimes you cannot see it, it appears dark, but the sun is always there. Krishna is always there, but because of ignorance, sometimes we think, oh, Krishna is not there. Ah. But Poshana means Krishna will always protect us. Hmm. Just like he protected uh, Prahlad Maharaj. Uh, he will always be there for his devotees. Declare it boldly, O Arjuna. My devotee will never perish. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. Uh, you, you remember that? Krishna says, declare it boldly. My devotee will never perish. That doesn't mean he will protect your material body. You have to understand that. Krishna doesn't say in the Bhagavad Gita, I will protect your material body. He will protect your soul. He will protect your spiritual advancement. Uh, uh, he says, Nehabik Rama Nashosti, Prachivayona Vijite, Svapamapyasya, Dhamasya. Alpa means even if you make a little bit of advancement, a little bit of advancement, Krishna will always protect that. Uh, that will be in your bank account. Krishna will never take money out of your bank account. Your spiritual bank account. Yeah, he might empty the material bank account. Sometimes he doesn't. Hmm? Takes everything out of your material bank account. Uh, Krishna can take anything he wants, whenever he wants. He has so many arms. You only have two arms. If Krishna wants to take everything, what can you keep? Uh, if Krishna wants to give you everything, what can you receive? Uh, so Krishna will, if he wants, he can take everything. Uh, that is his potency. Uh, so a devotee, uh, he understands Krishna will protect him, but he, will not, he never says, I will protect the material body. So sometimes devotee, the material body is taken away. Sometimes devotee gets sick or material body stops working or something happens. Krishna never says, I will protect that. He says, I'll protect your spiritual advancement. I'll protect your soul. That is the promise. Declare it boldly, Arjuna. My devotee will never perish. So here we're hearing about how the Lord protects his devotee. Uh, Prahlad Maharaj. So it should give us mm, confidence. Uh, we should feel protected by Lord Nasringhadev. Prabhupada introduced Nasringha Mantra in ISKCON. Every day we chant Nasringha Mantra. Uh, does anyone remember the words? Namaste Nasringhaya. Uh, I offer obeisances to you. Half man, half lion. Uh, when does someone turn into half man, half lion? In the spiritual world, uh, there are many Vaikuntha planets. Uh, you see on the first canto of the Bhagavatam, right, on the front cover. There is one Goloka planet. The Goloka planet is bigger, bigger than Vaikuntha. All of Vaikuntha put together, the, the Goloka planet is bigger. But then there's so many... Uh, Vaikuntha planets. And on one of those Vaikuntha planets, Nisringadev has his own planet. And the, the bhaktas, the devotees of Nisringadev, they go there to worship him. But he doesn't look like Nisringha. He doesn't look like half man, half lion. He looks like Narayan. That form that he takes, half man, half lion, that is only in this material world when he comes here. This is for the uh, the pastimes in the material world. It's not for the Nietzsche Leela. Okay? When he comes to the material world, then he shows this, this form. So why do you show this form? Why do you turn into half, half man, half lion? Hmm? That means you've got to be very angry. 
Uh, sometimes we look like that. Right? When you get angry, you kind of start. You look ferocious. Uh, but Krishna, he takes it to another platform. He doesn't just start looking ferocious. He actually transforms, and he takes this half man, half lion form. He becomes terribly ferocious. This is Nasingha. So Prabhupada introduced the Nasringa mantra into the Hare Krishna movement many, many years ago. Right? Why? To protect the devotees. Bahiyanisrimho, Hridayanisrimho. Bahiyanisrimho means Nasringa will protect us outside. He'll protect the movement from the outside. And Hridayanisrimho. Uh, Hridaya. Hridaya means in the heart. He will protect you in the heart. Actually, Prabhupada said nothing can stop this movement from the outside. Prabhupada said that nothing can stop it from the outside. He said the only thing that can stop it is the inside. When we all start arguing with each other. That stops it. We're lucky in this temple we don't argue so much. We don't. In this temple we don't. That's why the temple's successful. We don't argue so much. We have disagreements. Sometimes we disagree. Uh, but we don't have major arguments and major disagreements. Right? If there's major arguments or major disagreements, then we, we uh, rectify that situation. But we don't have. We don't have major politics here. Right? That is why the temple is successful. Right? So nothing can stop us from outside, only inside. You know, if everyone starts arguing, then Prabhupada said the proof of how much you love me is how much you will cooperate after I am gone. Well, we have to cooperate to spread Krishna consciousness, uh, which means we have to give up our egos. We have to all cooperate with each other. You know, sometimes I don't, I don't agree with you, you don't agree with me, that's okay. Uh, but we cooperate to keep, keep everything going. So, uh, Nasringadev, he appears to protect uh, the Hare Krishna movement from the outside. Uh, and also from the inside. He protects us within, Hridaya, uh, within our heart. Sometimes uh, we suffer from a condition called Hridaya Dobalyam. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, this is discussed by Haridas Thakur in Harinan Chintamani and other places. Uh, Hridaya Dobalyam, what does it mean? Weakness of the heart. Uh, sometimes our hearts are weak. What does it mean our hearts are weak? Sometimes we become overwhelmed by material desires. Your heart is weak, uh, not strong. Uh, sometimes the material desires, they become very powerful. Uh, and you have material desires in your consciousness. Uh, uh, no, I know you do, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying do you, I know you do. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, it means within the consciousness, Fridaya Dobalyam, but sometimes those material desires, we succumb to them. That's Fridaya Dobalyam, when we're weak in our heart. Right? We all have material desires, that's okay. Right? Everyone has material desires. Right? <laughs> There's like one devotee, her name was uh, Brajalila. <coughs> There's a little book about her. She's a disciple of Indra Swami. Has anyone read the book? You've read? Yeah, very nice. Very nice book, if you can get it. It's probably very rare now, actually, to get that book, but <coughs> maybe you can know it. But disciple of Indra Swami. She left the world, and I think it was 1970, uh, sorry, 1994, I think it was, or maybe 96 or something. It was you know, a long time ago. And Indra Swami, it was such a moving experience that Indra Swami wrote a book, a little book, about her, about how she... Very glorious. So uh, she had, I think it was leukemia. So she went to Brindavan to leave this world. And uh, it was evident to Indra Swami and others, she was a pure devotee. You know, she, Indra Swami said to her that when something like this happens, you know, sometimes Krishna gives you a wake-up call. You know, sometimes Krishna says, you're going to leave now. So Indra Swami says it's like you go into the overtaking lane. You know, all the traffic is on the road, but then you pull out and you go past everyone. Uh, so sometimes when that happens, you know, when Krishna says, okay, you're going to leave soon, it gives you a chance to step out and go 
quickly. No, because now you become very focused. It's a test for all of us. Maybe we won't become maybe we become less focused. You know, but if you if you pass the test or fo- or face it the right way, you can go very quickly. So she went very quickly and she became very pure. And then she was about to leave the world and Indudumnaswami was in Russia and she's in Brindavan. So it's big distance. And then she said, she said she wanted her Guru Maharaj to be with her when she left the world. And Indudumnaswami was in the middle of a preaching tour. So not so easy. And then, you know, he's talking to her on the phone and, you know, the ringing and everything like that. And she said, Maharaj, come. And he said, I want to come, but it's, you know, so. And then uh, Bibi Govinda Maharaj, Indudumnaswami's godbrother, he was on the phone with Maharaj. He said, Maharaj, come now. So Indudumnaswami got on the plane and came straight to Brindavan. So he came, flew to Brindavan, a long, long flight, and you know, he was very tired, and he came. And when he entered the room, he was struck by the transcendental atmosphere in the room. You know, she was very close to leaving this world. And then Indra Swami, he sat with her in the final hours, and they were chanting and discussing. And then Maharaj said to her, he said, uh, Brajalila, do you have any material desires left? Hmm? And then she smiled a little bit and she said, I want to taste tomatoes. And Indra Swami smiled and he said, is that all? <laughs> That's your only material desire? Uh, you want to taste tomatoes? And she said, yeah, sometimes I want to taste tomatoes. Uh, and then he said, he said, that's okay, Krishna will take you. <laughs> That's such a little desire that will not keep you in this material world. Uh, maybe Krishna will organize tomatoes in the spiritual world. <laughs> when you get there, there'll be some pizza feast or something. Uh, so the point is, is that fridaya dobalyam. Fridaya dobalyam means weakness of heart. Sometimes we have material desires, but we let them overcome us. Right? So we have to be careful of that as devotees. Uh, uh, like you might like tomatoes, but then... You know, you spend half a day going looking for tomatoes <laughs> instead of going out on book distribution. That's not good. Uh, you have to stay fixed in your service. Uh, if you want to become a brahmana, uh, hands up if you are a brahmana. Uh, second initiation. Hands up if you've got second initiation. Only, only a few devotees have got second. Right? Uh, Balaram Prabhu, the previous temple president in the temple, he once asked Prabhupada, uh, just up here, he said to Prabhupada, he said, what is the qualification for someone to take second initiation? Prabhupada said they have to be steady, nishta, fixed. Right? Because that means you're not acting on your material desires. Material desires are there, but you are not acting on them. Right? Therefore, you are qualified to take second initiation. Second initiation, you have to be fixed because you're worshipping the deity. Now, you can't be whimsical when you're worshipping the deity. You can't be there one day and not be there the next day. Right? You're worshipping that you have to be fixed. That's why deity worship is, it is very important, very serious. Hmm? Especially of all the deity worship, uh, the most uh, serious is Shalagram worship. Uh, devotees who worship Shalagram, they have to be very fixed, very qualified. You know, we've seen, even in this temple, over the years, if the Shalagram Pujari is not fixed, it causes problems. You know? Whoever worships Shalagram has to be very serious, devotee. Deity worship is a big uh, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so therefore, Hridaya uh, Dobalyam means weakness of heart. So sometimes we feel like that, material desires are there, but do not act on them. Don't become weak. Uh, so if you're feeling sometimes your material desires are challenging you, do you ever feel like your material desires are challenging you? Anyone ever feel like that? One person? Okay, now two, now 18. Okay. So uh, if you're feeling your material desires are challenging you, then you have to pray to Lord Nisringadev. Bahi Nisrimho, Ridaye Nisrimho, Nisrimhamadim, Sharanam. Sharana, I take shelter of you. Help me. Help me. 
You can pray to Nisringadev. Just like in Nisringad Chaturdasi, we come and pray to Nisringadev. Yeah, but you also have to be very careful what you pray to Nisringadev too. Because sometimes devotees come to Nisringadev and say, Lord Nisringadev, take everything. Uh, be very careful if you make that prayer. Because he might do it. <laughs> and if he does it, sometimes it's not uh, easy. No, sometimes, you know, he starts <laughs> shaking everything. And he might actually he might actually reach in your heart and go Burr. Huh? Like Chan Kazi. You know Chan Kazi? You know him? Uh, you met you were there with Lord Chaitanya, you met Chan Kazi? <laughs> you know who he is, Chan Kazi. Uh, he was there. Lord Chaitanya came with one hundred thousand devotees. Imagine if one hundred thousand people turn up here angry right now. We would be scared. We would lock the door, we would you know, very scary. Hundred thousand people came. They were chanting, Kill the Kazi, kill the Kazi, kill the Kazi, kill these are devotees. Uh, don't get the devotees angry. I've seen in my life, when the devotees get angry, it goes on to this other thing. Uh, don't make the devotees angry, because they, they go more angry, too angry. Ati. <laughs> He's like, next, too much angry. Devotees don't get angry. When they do, they go too much angry. So, uh, uh, Chankazi, they came. Kill the Kazi. He went inside the house, locked all the doors. He had soldiers, but there wasn't enough soldiers. How, how's you know, 100 soldiers going to deal with 100,000 people? Right? It was not possible. It was too difficult. So then he went inside, and then Lord Chaitanya said to everyone, he said, hey, Shanti, Shanti, come on, everyone just be peaceful, be peaceful, Shanti. Everyone sit down. Now, so he calmed everyone down. And then Lord Chaitanya said, bring him. So then he came, and he was very nervous. And he said to Lord Chaitanya, in the village, I am your uncle. Because <laughs> yeah, he was nervous. He said, I'm your uncle. <laughs> How does the nephew treat the uncle? So Lord Chaitanya had a conversation with him. And then Chankazi said, I will, uh, I will protect the Sankatan movement from now on. I will not harass anymore. And Lord Chaitanya said, what happened to you? Uh, you changed. Before you were very... Hmm, troublesome, you're causing us problems. Now you're saying, going to quote, what happened to you? So he undid his curtain, he showed his on the chest. He said, actually, I had a dream last night. Right? And a lion sat on my chest. And with his nails, he put his nails on my chest and he scratched. And he said, if you do not stop harassing the devotees, I will rip out your heart. Imagine you wake up and there's a line on your chest. <laughs> and he's got his nails like this. And he just goes across just to make some scratches. You know, and he woke up in the morning, he showed Lord Chaitanya, the scratches were there. Right? <laughs> and he said, if you don't stop harassing the devotees, huh? I will. I will take out your heart. Very scary. Uh, so Lord Nisringadev, he will protect us. He will look after us. He will pull out all of your material desires. But be very careful what you ask for, because if you ask him to do it, he might do it. And if he does it, then you're in a serious situation. Sometimes we say to Lord Nisringadev, please remove all my material desires, but maybe you're not quite ready for that yet. Uh, I'm not saying don't do it. If you're ready, then go and pray to him like that. But only pray for what you're ready for. Because when he starts ripping out everything, <laughs> right, it could disturb your consciousness. Uh, so you have to be very balanced. Actually, uh, Jagatarini Maharaj, she said to us one time, she gave very important instruction. She said, as you advance in Krishna consciousness, because we we're trying to go back to Godhead, it's a gradual process of going back to Godhead. She said... Make sure you fulfill your material desires on the path back home, back to Godhead. Huh? Very important, actually. Right? Don't be too renounced. Prabhupada actually said to Amarpati Swami, back in the very beginning of our movement, 1966-67, very early, Prabhupada said, not too much renunciation, not too much attachment. 
Prabhupada said devotee is in the middle. Devotee should not be too renounced, right? But you should not also be too attached. So you have to fulfill your material desire. That's what Grihastha Ashram is for. Most of the devotees are Grihastas. Right? So that's what Grihastha Ashram is for. You fulfill your material desires, right? And then gradually you become detached. Brahmachari or sannyas, that is different. That is, that is the path of vairagya. That is different. Right? That is you um, more seriously attempt to give up your material desires. That's good. That's good. Because that's a very fast way of going back to Krishna. But you also have to be qualified to do that. Right? Not, that's not so easy in the Kali Yuga. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says in the Kali Yuga, the Grihastha Ashram is good. Because most of the devotees, they cannot do the Brahmachari Ashram or the Sannyasa Ashram. Most devotees. Yeah. If you can do it, it's good, because it's fast. Yeah. But uh, generally, you have to gradually give up your material. Don't falsely renounce. Not too much renunciation, but not too much attachment. Just be in the middle path. Yeah. Sometimes we take vows. I will not eat sweets anymore. Yeah. Very renounced. But then we go and eat after one week, we go and eat 32 sweets. I've done it. I've done it. You know, it's brahmachari. No more sweets. And then, you know, on the seventh day, then I go and eat like too, too many sweets. Not good. Not too much renunciation. Not too much attachment. But you shouldn't be too attached either. Otherwise, you become attached. Prabhupada said, do not become attached to opulent prasadam. Actually, when Prabhupada came to Sydney... And I think it was 1972, and the devotees every day, they were having halava for lunch. Not just halava, but, you know, prasadam, you know, but then halava for lunch. And Prabhupada said, Prabhupada said, no. He said, once a week. Once a week. You have the feast. Not every day. And then Prabhupada left and they kept doing it. Every day, halava for lunch. <laughs> But too much opulent prasad, not good, actually. Prabhupada said, eat simply. Rice, dal, sabji, japati, every day. You know, it doesn't have to be that every day, but like simple prasad. And then once a week, eat whatever you want. Enjoy yourself. You know, we're, we're, we have senses. The senses need to be satisfied. Once a week, you can eat whatever you want. No. no. But the rest of the week, you have to pr practice some self-discipline. Right? So... Uh, this Nisringadev, this is a very nice pastime, he appears right, to rip out the material desires. In this particular verse, uh, Prahlad Maharaj uh, is instructing uh, his father, uh, the king of the demons. His name is Haranya Kashipu. Uh, what is the perfection in this material world? Haranya means gold. Uh, everyone wants to be rich. You see all the people, uh, they want to be rich. Have you seen the, the rappers? You know what the rappers are? The, uh, the guys who do the, the rapping? You know what I'm talking about? You know the rappers? Yeah, okay. So the rappers, they all wear like big, thick gold necklaces around their neck. Like this, big, thick gold necklace. Why? Haranya, gold. They think that's success. Right? Oh, look at me. I walk around big, thick gold on my neck. The material world is a crazy place. Even some of them, they make gold teeth. So when they smile, it's all gold. Like that. You know, this is material world. We think like this. So, Hiranya, Kashipu means the beds, soft beds, uh, where I can enjoy with the opposite sex. Uh, this is material consciousness, right? What is the best? The best is soft beds made of gold. Uh, then that is the height of sense enjoyment. Uh, so Hiranyakashipu, he was the, the greatest sense enjoyer. His whole consciousness was, let me enjoy my senses. That's what the material world is for. Prabhupada once said, the conditioned soul, we come to this material world to enjoy illicit sex and eating meat. That's why we come here. That's why everyone's doing it. Mm. Everyone is doing it. Right? Everyone just wants to have illicit sex and eat meat. Right? That's the purpose in the material world, to facilitate. You want to enjoy separately from Krishna. Uh, I was at a meeting recently, 
in uh, close to our farm. Uh, they had a community meeting about um, uh, alternative power sources, solar power and things. So I went because we're interested in these things. And then I said to all the people, I said, not all of them, but on my table we're having discussion, I said, actually, if you want to stop global warming, you have to be vegetarian. And they all looked at me like, we're talking about solar power. I said, that's good, but we have to do both. And they all went, no, because what are you telling me? I came here to eat meat. I came here to have illicit sex. And then you hurry Krishna people, you come to our meetings and you wreck everything. <laughs> huh? Who invited you people anyway? Huh? Who invited you people? Why you came here? Huh? There's the mood. Huh? Because we tell people, hey, stop doing this. Huh? This is not the purpose. You want to go back to Godhead, no illicit sex, no meat eating, no intoxication, no gambling. Uh, you want to do those things, then okay, you do it, but you can't make serious advancement in spiritual life. Uh, uh, niti visheda. Some things you have to give up. That's when we take initiation. No illicit sex, no intoxication, no gambling, no meeting. Why? Because it will hold you back in spiritual life. Right? Viti, what do you have to do? Uh, every day, 16 rounds minimum. Uh, Prabhupada said minimum 16 rounds. Uh, one, one devotee said to Prabhupada uh, about 16 rounds. Prabhupada said, why not 16,000 rounds? Why not? Why you don't keep chanting? 16 rounds on beads, unlimited rounds off beads, Prabhupada said. While you're, while you're doing your seva, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. On the beads, 16. Off the beads, unlimited. Kirtanyaha, Sada Hare, Satato, Kirtayanto Mam. Chant the holy name of Krishna. That is the mission of the Hare Krishna movement. Make everybody chant the holy name of Krishna. This is our mission. So, uh, uh, Prahlad Maharaj, he's instructing the king of the demons. And then he gives this verse, <coughs> and he says to Hiranyakashipu, who do you think controls the three modes of material nature? The three modes of material nature are very powerful. Hmm? Hands up if you're affected by the modes of nature. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Ah, affected. All of us are affected by the three modes. Oh. You have to situate yourself in one particular mode. Krishna discusses this in the Bhagavad Gita. One of the modes is very good. Uh, actually, one of the Acharyas, he says, Sattvagun and Vishuddha Sattva, they look very similar. Very similar. Right? And Prabhupada says, Sattva is a springboard to pure goodness. So we have to sit, situate ourselves in Sattva while we're practicing bhakti, because that will lead to pure goodness. When Prabhupada arrived on the Jaladutta, 1965, and he saw Boston for the first time, and he wrote in his, his diary, Prabhupada said, all I can see is Rajas, and Thomas, that is America. Make America great again. Hmm? It is full of Rajas and Thomas. We have to bring it to Sattva. Right? That is Donald Trump's mission. Make it great. <laughs> Make it great again. No, we have to get back to Sattva. Uh, his whole mission is just more passion. And we know too much passion leads to ignorance. Passion, there's three modes, right? Passion's in the middle. And the predominant mode in the material world is passion. That's the predominant mode. So passion is in the middle. It can go two ways. If you control passion, passion's okay. If you control it, you can lift to goodness. But too much is hard to control and it takes you down to ignorance. And you see modern society. They're too passionate and then they all go... Off the rails. And now they're all suffering so much. 
And now you see the world. Have you seen this week? Have you seen the news? Did anyone see the fires in Hawaii? and Like that? Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. The devastation. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, just material, and this material, it's doing it everywhere now. Floods and fires are just going everywhere. It's uh, apocalyptic. Right? It's actually mentioned in the Bible, at the end, this happens. Uh, so it means Kali Yuga is accelerating. <coughs> Kali Yuga is going over a cliff right now. And we're, we're watching it. We're actually living right at the time where it goes over the cliff. And everyone's talking about, you know, zero carbon emissions. And it's too late. It is too late. Because the amount of change we would have to make, pe- people are not willing to do it. Right? How many, what's this, iPhone, right? How many iPhones do they make it sell every year? 50 million plus, right? So if they want to, what's wrong? This one, I've got this one, I don't know, four years ago or something, I can't remember, but it still works. Hare Baba, I don't need to change it all the time. But they keep telling everyone, no, you need 13, you need 14, you need 15. You need, what, what are they up to? 14. Yeah, they're up to 14. You know, in six months, 15's ready. 15, 15, right? No, 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 16, 16. 17, come on, what's wrong with you? That's how they tell everyone. They do. And everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then they tell you, oh, no, it's better. And what, what's better? Oh, oh, it has more emojis. Oh, yes, yes. And you can send the emoji instantaneously. When your friend texts you, you can just push and boom, emoji. Ah, so good. I need 17. Give me 17. <laughs> and then people, when they sell them, people line up overnight to be the first one to get 17. That's insane. So we can't live like that and bring down the carbon emissions. It's not possible. Everyone, we're living in a way which, so it's not going to stop. Right? It's going over the cliff now. Right? It's a big problem. Huh? So this is what happens. If you don't control passion, it goes into ignorance. And that's what's happening with the Kali Yuga, with the modern society. Uh, so we at the Hare Krishnas, we have to show people, uh, you know, okay, passion, because we're using passion to spread this movement. You know, we get active, we get fired up. You know, we tell everyone, come on, distribute more books. You know, you get, but we're doing it to lift into goodness, not to go down to ignorance. And we have to be careful as devotees. We don't go down into ignorance because sometimes we do also. Sometimes we get too tired. You know, and then, you, you know, like, I've been tired now for about uh, a little bit over 30 years. You know, because that, you're trying to spread the movement. <laughs> you just get tired. You know, uh, Jai Pataka Swami met tomorrow Krishna Maharaj in 1996 in you know, they, they would always travel around the world preaching and then they met in Mwollambar. And then Tamal Krishnamara said to Jaipataka Swami, how are you? And he said, exhausted. That was 1996. Mara is still going. <laughs> still. He said, exhausted. And Tamal Krishnamara looked at him and he said, yeah, now I've met someone else who is also exhausted. Yeah, they were just pushing, 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 spreading the Hare Krishnamara. So we also do like that. But we have to be careful we don't go too far because you can actually damage yourself. You know, and then you get sick and then it's hard to do any service. You know? So we have to be careful. Passion is good, but it has to be controlled passion, which leads to goodness, not down into ignorance. Uh, so uh, the three modes of nature are controlled by Krishna. He is the master of the modes. Maya uh, Jakshena Prakriti. Krishna says in the, in the Gita, I am the controller of the material energy. Uh, the three modes of nature. So, uh, Prahlad Maharaj is saying to Hiranyakashipu, you are powerful, but there's someone much more powerful than you who controls even the modes of nature. Uh, so you should bow down to him. You should surrender to him now. But we know the story. We'll see in the next chapter. Hiranyakashipu, he says, where is he? I will fight. How are you going to fight with God? Like, what sort of, what's your... Really, and seriously, it's like me fighting with uh, 
one of the one of the heavyweight boxers, like uh, say Tyson Fury or Mike Tyson, any of them, you know, the the big guys. How am I going to fight with them? Yeah, I can fight. It's, it's not going to. I know it's not going to end well for me. <laughs> but I know that. You know, so I'm not going to go and pick a fight with them. I'm going to say, hey, come on. Hey, what's wrong with you? Come on. Huh? The guy's just going to look at me. Oh, what's your problem? <laughs> you know. So it's like that. Hirani Kashipu, okay, he's very powerful. That's no problem. Sometimes Krishna gives us power. He gives us energy. <coughs> but we don't, we don't fight against Krishna. You don't go to Krishna and say, come on. And that's what Hirani Kashipu did. He said, yeah, fine. He actually momentarily, when, when he came out of the pillar, he, he actually st- stood back. He thought, oh my, oh my, even for him, he thought, oh my God, uh, this is powerful, this thing. And he thought, no, wait a minute, I can do it. You know, I've, I've, beat, I've beaten everyone else. So now, you know, he went. And then uh, Nisringadev appeared at midday. And the fight went all day up until dusk. So it was like six hours or something, big, big fight. But Nisringadev was playing, it says in the Bhagavatam, just like the cat plays with the mouse. Have you seen the cat with the mouse? Sometimes the, the cat... He just plays with the mouse. And the mouse thinks, oh, I've got a chance, I'm winning. And the cat's just, you know, flicking around. And sooner or later, the cat just goes, that's it. You're gone. Uh, so Nisringadev was doing like that. He was just playing around. And the demigods got worried. They said, please kill him, kill him. And Nisringadev said, okay, I'm just waiting for dusk. That's okay. And then dusk came. He said, okay, now bring him over here. He just grabbed him, brought him over, right? It actually says in some of the descriptions, Puranic descriptions, the way it's told in the Bhagavatam is Nisringadev comes out of the pillar. But there are other narrations where he actually marches through the front door, the front gate, with an army. There's different ways that it doesn't happen the same every time. Uh, It says that sometimes Nisringadev is so big that after he rips him apart, he can't find him. He's looking under his fingernails. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's so big. He just goes like, like this, and then he just like, oh, <laughs> where's that guy? <laughs> That's how powerful. So you don't fight with Nishrina. So we're devotees. But it says in Kali Yuga, the devotee and demon are in the same mind. Don't fight with Krishna. Prabhupada says in Ishopanishad, just cooperate with Krishna. That's all Krishna wants. He wants you to cooperate. Uh, don't be uncooperative. Uh, cooperate with Krishna. That's all he wants. You know, just be a good devotee. Right? Prabhupada said, don't be a great devotee, just be a good devotee. Just be a good devotee, that's all. That's all. Cooperate with Krishna, serve the other devotees. Uh, go back home, back to Godhead. Shri Prabhupada Ki. Any questions or comments in the material world? Yes, sir. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhu. Um, you mentioned before about how Jagatarini Mataji said that you should fulfill your material desires. Yeah. Can you expand a little bit on that? What, 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 what's the, how, how does that make sense? How does it make sense? It means <coughs> Krishna gives us a license for sense gratification. Grihasta Ashram is a license for sense gratification. So you fulfill your material desires in a regulated way. Right? So why do people get married? Because they're attracted to sex life, opposite sex, right? So then, okay, regulated way. You want to have sex life? Okay, you have children. Right? And then you'll never have sex life again. Right? What's funny? Right? So this is called regulated. Krishna gives you a license for sense gratification. So you have to fulfill your material desires. It actually says in the Bhagavatam, there's one verse in the fifth canto that says that uh, a devotee can pray to Krishna to fulfill his desires, but Krishna will fulfill his desires in such a way that the devotee will never ask for those things again. Right? You'll never ask again. That's, That's why if you're a sincere devotee, Krishna will fulfill what you want, but you'll do it in such a way you'll never ask for it again. Yeah, we've all experienced that. Yeah. So that's what it means.
Is that okay? That's awesome. Uh, I do have one more, but if no, anyone... you go, you go. Thank you. So you mentioned before about um, Nasima, um, Dave, and one of the um, times he comes out of the pillar and then he rips rips him up, and then another time he comes through the. Is that like different pastimes in different places? <laughs> That's a pretty good growl, actually. That's a good growl. Yeah. I've, I've been practicing many years. <laughs> What's so, the question? So why, <clears throat> where's the two come from? Why is it one's coming out the pillar and one's coming through the front gate? Because uh, variety is the spice of life. You don't want to jump out the pillar every time. <laughs> so this happens, this happens over and over again. Oh, my God. Right. It happens all the time. Right. Right. Every time he goes to another universe, right. he does it again. He doesn't oh. want to do it every time the same way. It's like you do it every time. Like every time, you know, you go to the Brahmacharya Ashram, you go, da-da, right? And then next day you go, da-da, and next day you go, da-da, and everyone just looks at you and what are you doing, man? <laughs> like, do it differently. Do something, you know, like, why do you always have to do it the same way every time? Right. So, n- and the Shringadev is like that. He doesn't want to come every time out of the pillar. So then he comes through the front gate or maybe sometimes, I don't know, I don't know, he, he does it different ways. Like that. But the, the Lord, like, he likes variety. We like variety. You know, if someone comes through the, the door the same way every time, right, we're going to say, hey, come on. Can't you do something different? Like that, so. Thank okay. you. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah. Hi, Krishna Prabhuji. Um, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned how um, Lord Narasimhadev warned Chand Kasi if he again harassed the devotees, then um, Narasimhadev will kill him. But Prabhu, we see in our schools, whenever we try to like uh, preach our culture, like tell our culture how we go to the temple, we do this and that, they all the non-devotees always like harass us by calling us weird names and um, like making offend like they offend our culture so then why doesn't Lord Krishna act upon that like come in their dreams and tell them to stop or like do something to make them stop harassing the devotees yeah so there's two points there the first point is uh, when we chant the holy name in the morning we say there are ten offenses to the holy name one is to preach the glories of the holy name to the faithless person so don't tell them about the temple if you know they're going to commit offense, then that, that's your offense. Because you're telling them things they're not ready to hear. So you know they're not, you don't tell them, oh, chant Hare Krishna. No, because they're not ready to chant Hare Krishna. So don't tell them all those things. Oh, you know, if you chant one holy name, all of your sins are destroyed for lifetime. You know, they, they think you're crazy. Right? So better you don't like that. So then don't do those things. Secondly, why doesn't Nisringadev burst out of the office in the school? And kill all the kids because it's because it's not a serious offence. It's not a serious offence. They're just saying something. You know, he just thinks like, what What do you think when they say it? You think, oh, they're just being silly. So Nishingo just thinks, oh, they're just being silly. He's not going to come out of the blackboard and grab everyone and go. You know, so. Okay, so tolerate. Be tolerant. You have to tolerate the non-devotees, right? Because if we tolerate the non-devotees, they will become devotees. But we have to be expert. Now, just like when you feed a baby, you don't give the baby too much milk or too little milk. Because if you give too much, the baby will throw up. If you give too little, the baby will cry. So when you're preaching, you have to be perfect. right? You don't give people too much because they will commit offense. But you don't give too little, otherwise they don't progress. So don't say too much to them. But you know, help them. Give them prasadam and do like that. You know, every, every morning when you go into class, you sit down and say... Hare Krishna, everyone, I have gulab jamans for everyone today. Right? And then give out gulab jamans there. And then gradually they become purified. TK? Thank you, Dr. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah. Hare thank you for the wonderful class. My question was, you said about the ten offenses is to preach to the faithless. But in white preaching, sometimes when we go to book distribution and... Um, like mass preaching then sometimes faithless people also are there so then how do we like does the offenses like affect us or no? No because if you're on book distribution you have to approach 
anybody and everyone. So you don't know how they're going to be. That's our mission. We're being instructed by our guru to give Krishna consciousness to everyone. So if you meet someone and they're offensive or they're not interested, you say, okay, hurry, Krishna, have a nice day, and you go to the next person. There's no offense like that. But if you're in a situation like someone comes to the temple and you're preaching to them, but you're telling them too many things and they don't understand it, and then they go away and they say, these people are crazy, then you committed the offense because you were preaching to the faithless person. Does it make sense? Yeah. So Harry Nam is okay. Anyone can have prasadam. Anyone can hear the holy name, and we can try to give anyone a book. But if they're not interested, just say Hare Krishna and then go to the next person. It's okay? Okay. Any other questions? Okay. Srila Prabhupada Ki. Go